Hello, dear. How are you? How has your week been? I'm currently sitting here drinking hot chocolate. So, so good. Could probably drink 10 of these a day and not get tired of it. So, I cannot believe we're in June. I was looking at something in my fridge. I was looking at the expiration date and it said June, like June 17th. And I was like, oh, June is like months away. And then I was like, oh, June. We are in June right now. I think, I don't know, I haven't really had like a summer vibe so far this year. I feel like I didn't even have a spring vibe because typically spring, like April, is my favorite month of the year. But this April was just so cold and so was May. And so I feel like we went from, here in Sweden obviously, I feel like we went from like a long winter to like a long beginning of spring. And now we're still in this weird phase where it's like during the day it's okay. Like you can kind of walk around without a jacket. And then at night I still wear my winter coat. So it's very confusing considering we're in June. I've been actually feeling very down thinking about the fact that summer is going to end at some point. I just got really, really sick of winter and the cold and the darkness and the rain and everything this um, in 2021, going on 2022, so this last winter, in other words. And so now I'm like feeling stressed and a bit anxious thinking about summer just going by fast and then it's like starting all over with winter again. I just really, really am not looking forward to it. I don't, like I almost cannot even be, enjoying myself really right now because I'm just thinking ahead too much and feeling just sad that summer is so short and winter is so long. Yeah, I guess I just, I just need to remind myself to not live in the future. You know, winter is not gonna come any slower just because I'm worrying about it. It is gonna happen, so... I don't know, like sometimes I think, why... Oh shit. I don't know, like sometimes I think, why am I even living in a country where I'm not very happy like for half the year? I don't really, well, sometimes I will get seasonal depression. Actually, I think I always get it. I think I've just gotten used to it at this point. And so I do wonder sometimes why I'm staying in a country where literally half the year is just me not being my best self. But then also I love being here. I love Sweden. So I don't know. Anyway, that was a long intro about the weather. It's almost like we're doing small talk. What did I want to talk about today? I had a topic in mind. What was it? Oh, right. It was about 
because I posted a video, my last video on YouTube, where I talked about how, well, at the very end, I talked about the fact that I just don't believe anymore. I say anymore because I used to believe that we are supposed to find ourselves and find our passions. Hold on, let me just adjust the mic for a sec. There we go. So I used to believe, I think I used to believe this at least. I actually know, I definitely believed that, well, I don't even really know what it meant, but that we were supposed to, as people, find all these things in life. Like you're supposed to find your passion, find friends, find, I don't know, a partner, find what you should do with your life and your philosophies and values and that we were supposed to find all these things, right? And I don't anymore. I don't... I think it's a kind of strange idea that doesn't make much sense. Or I think maybe what we mean by when we say find is actually create, but the wording can be very confusing because I know it leaves a lot of people wondering... How do I find my passion? Like that is one of the most common questions that I get. How do I find what I want to do? How do I find what I'm destined to be spending my life doing? And I think when you believe in this idea of finding things in life, you may get stuck in a phase or in a stage of inaction. By the way, I have to tell you guys, I'm so tired. I've been up and out and about nonstop for like three days. Well, two days, really. And I'm just a bit sleepy. I can feel my eyes kind of shutting. But I'm also very excited to have this conversation. So I really want to have it right now. But so if my brain seems a bit slow, I'm a little sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. Speaking of sleepy, I know I'm just changing subject here real quick, but ASMR is magic. I mean, last night I was watching and listening to ASMR as I was falling asleep, not because I'm dealing with insomnia or anything. I just, I don't know. I think it's fun and it's enjoyable listening to ASMR as you're falling asleep. And the strangest thing happened because typically like when I get close to like falling asleep when I'm like, okay, five more seconds and I'm asleep, I'll typically turn it off and then I'll be asleep in, you know, a couple seconds. But this time I just fell asleep and I woke up, I don't know, like uh, an hour after having fallen asleep, I guess, because I saw my computer screen was still on and I was like, how did I fall asleep? I don't recall it at all because typically, again, I will turn the ASMR off and turn my computer off and sleep. But I had just fallen asleep without knowing it, listening to ASMR. So if you are dealing with insomnia and you haven't given ASMR a chance, or if you just want to make your sleepy time a little bit more enjoyable, Try ASMR. I was so skeptical to it for a very long time. I thought it was super weird. 
but you just have to find your ASMR person and oh boy, I mean it's really good. It's like massage for your brain. Anyway, where were we? Right, finding yourself. And I think we stress out about that a lot, this concept of having to find our way in life. And what I talked about in the video was that I now don't believe that anymore. I believe that we create all of these things. And when I look back on my life and kind of analyze the lives of others too, I realize that that is true. You know, we're not like nothing. Well, kind of. Nothing is going to come to you randomly, really. Like, I think we live in this fantasy world where one day we're out on a walk and we see a sign that says balloon maker. And our gut feeling is telling us to enter that um, store or that store with a sign where it says balloon maker. Now I think about the book Steppenwolf by Herman Hesse because there was a sign. Anyway, if you haven't read it, read it. Great book. And then we enter this balloon sign, the store that has a balloon sign. And there is a man with a white beard standing there saying, you are meant to be the balloon, the balloon creator of the world. I don't know, something like that. The point is that we kind of think magic is just going to happen. But magic, I think, is to be created more than anything. So think of all the good things that have happened to you in life and all the things that you have in your life that you value, I guess. I'm watching this very weird TV show. It's on the background right now. I mean, the, the sound is off. But it's a very strange show that is about how... TV used to be super controversial back in the day. And now that they're analyzing it, it used to be super weird and inappropriate. The way the dialogues and the norms in society were back in the black and white days. So weird. Okay, I'm getting off track. Yes. I'm so sorry about the messiness of this episode. I'm feeling a bit disorganized. The point is that we create the life that we want. Everything good that happens, it's going to happen when you are out and about in the world. The only way to quote-unquote find anything is to seek for it. Even if you're not actively seeking for it, but at least being an active participant in the world. Like, nothing great is probably going to happen when you're just sitting at home, right? I think I've talked about this sometime in the past. Like, one time I remember I wanted to order in groceries, but then I was like, actually, I'm going to go to the store because you just never know what's going to happen on the way to the store. I know that if I stay at home and I order groceries, nothing is going to happen. Nothing exciting, nothing fun, nothing new. There's no serendipity. But if I walk to the store, let's say it's a 15 or 20 minute walk, maybe something will happen on the way there. There. 
on the way there. Maybe I'll meet someone interesting. Maybe I'll see something interesting. Maybe I'll be inspired by something that I come across on the way. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Did you guys watch High School Musical? I loved High School Musical. When you take a chance. So... We need to go out there in the world and actively seek out experiences, conversations. That is the only way that things can happen. I've absolutely learned this. And things are created through effort, through being persistent, through trying, through patience. They don't just happen overnight. Like, let's say you're someone who is wanting to make friends. You're wondering, why don't I have more friends? Or maybe you've moved to a new town and you're like, why don't I know people? And I think it's a good thing to honestly assess your own effort that you're putting in and how much you have done to try and make that thing happen. Instead of asking, why have I not found friends? Ask, why have I not created friendships yet? When I look back on, you know, I'll get the question sometimes, how did you find that you wanted to do this, that you wanted to do YouTube and whatnot? And it's not something I found. It's something that I created. I created it by getting a camera, playing around with it. It's been created since I was little because I've been writing a lot since I was a kid. It's been created through going out and filming a bunch of random things long before I even started my channel. By taking photos, by being curious, by watching YouTube, by doing research, by writing, by trying and failing and being awkward and doing embarrassing things and looking back and cringing at myself. By meeting people and having conversations, talking to people who are doing this or have been doing this by seeking out inspiration and seeking out information and trial and error. And then realizing that I enjoy this. I think this is fun. So I'm going to want to explore it more. And doing that and putting in the time, putting in the effort. This was created. It wasn't found by any stretch of the imagination. And I think if you look at your own life, you can see a pattern of that where... The things that actually matter to you are actually things that took effort and took time and took you actively creating that thing. So I think we, well, my, in my opinion, I think it's a good idea to let go of this idea of finding stuff in life, finding anything and replacing it entirely with the idea of creating instead. And that is going to look different for different people. 
I think a good way to kind of get into this mindset is to sit down and, you guessed it, write about it. So my suggestion would be to pick an area in your life. Pick something that you know that you tend to ask why you haven't found XYZ. Like why you haven't found a boyfriend, why you haven't found your dream career, why you haven't found XYZ. And replace it with create. Just play with that thought, okay? Play with it. Replace it with create and write down what comes to mind. Now that changing the wording is going to change how you view it. And see what you end up writing on that page. And see if that gives you clarity. And maybe it's going to take you closer to the answer that you're looking for. Maybe some practical, actionable steps are going to come out of that. Because when we talk about finding stuff, it's very vague. You know, what does that even really mean? And what are we expecting when we use that wording? When we say, find. I know that if you Google... How do I find my passion, for example? Actually, let's see, let's see what it says. If we search on Google, how to find passion. Oh, what do you know? So the first thing that comes up is this article titled, The secret to finding your passion isn't looking, it's doing. Okay, and that is from a site called better up let's see what better up says okay so they have listed 10 steps first one being create a personal vision statement so that includes things like what you want to accomplish in your life both personally and professionally i think that's a very good idea and then uncover your values also a very good idea actually very important you know i think with everything you do you need to figure out your values because that is going to determine things like what is integrity to you like when i look on obviously i can just take myself as an example and what i'm doing so youtube i kind of want to explain to you why this whole thing with values is so important so One thing that I've talked about quite a bit is integrity and how that is something that is so important to me. And so when I look on my own career, what I'm doing, being in the YouTube world and I guess it's entertainment in a way. Well, it is entertainment. It's so important when you're doing something like this. Well, when you're doing anything... But for me, when I'm doing something like this, to decide or to be aware of my values. And like I said, integrity is one of those things. It was one of those things from the very beginning. Because, you know, there are ways that, let's say you're a YouTuber, there are ways that you can obviously make a lot more money, for example. There are ways to get a lot of clout. There are ways to get ahead if you are willing to do certain things. 
And there are ways to promote products and services and brands that may be sketchy or that you may not actually believe in, but you can get a lot of money from that. Like there are different ways of growing your audience, of um, getting more of a foot in the industry, of getting to know people, um, of making a lot more money. And this is where things like your values and things like integrity are so important to figure out from the very beginning so that you don't do something that doesn't align with who you are and what you believe in. Because we can all be tempted by things like, let's say, a brand deal that is going to pay very good money, but that may actually be unethical or feel unethical to you. And that is where your values comes in, where you think, okay, am I willing to compromise on my integrity for this thing or am I not? So super important when creating whatever you want to do in your life to have your values in place. And maybe I should talk about values in an episode because I think it's so incredibly important, especially today when I feel like things like integrity are kind of slipping from society. And I feel like to some extent, many people are willing to kind of do anything to get ahead. And maybe that's always been the case, but now when social media is a thing, it's just so much more apparent. And so staying true to yourself and aligned with your values may be harder than ever when there are so many temptations, so many shortcuts, so yeah, you have to be strong. But that is number two on this article about finding your passion. Number three is find your true north. Let's see what it says. Discovering what motivates you. What type of impact or goal compels you? What makes you feel complete and present? This one is so hard. I think, you know, many of us are going to have the same answers to this question. This is why I think it's very hard answering the question of how do I find my passion? Like, this is a very hard question to even answer for yourself. Like, what compels me? What makes me feel present? I don't know, like eating a good dinner with friends or having a good workout or being in the park with my dog. Like, what is that going to... How is that going to bring me closer to my purpose? It's, it's very hard. It's not easy. Number four, make a list of things that you love to do. Again, this is, by the way, this is not critiquing this article. I mean, basically anything you read on finding your um, passion is going to say the same things. So yeah, number four, make a list of the things that you love to do. Again, okay, so I love running around with my dog. I love, I don't know, actually there are a lot of things that I love. And sure, some of these things may be useful in finding or getting closer to discovering and creating your path in life, but also it's, it's very hard. Assess the things that you don't love. I think this one is very useful. So I'll often use this technique in my life where I do, what is it called? 
uh, what is it called in English? Where it's, let's see. Here, let me just Google real quick. The exclusion method. Is that is that correct? Pro oh, process of elimination. Yeah. So I am a big fan of process of elimination. And instead of me trying to explain it to you, let me read it to you. I use it for decision making. It says here. Process of elimination is a logical method to identify an entity or interest, no, an entity of interest among several ones by excluding all other entities. So like, let's say you are supposed to choose which ice cream to get, just to take a silly example, although ice cream is not silly. So you have five options, right? And you can't pick one. The process of, of elimination is where you think of, okay, which ice cream do I really not want? And so you start in that end instead of the other end. And I think that can be very helpful. So when you're trying to figure out your passion, for example, or what you're looking for in a partner, or what style you want in your closet, or whatever the case is, how you want to uh, decorate your apartment, any decision, big or small, I think this is a good one. Assess the things that you don't love. Number six, acknowledge your strengths and achievements. This can also be a very difficult one. Like, yeah, it's not an easy process. This is why this question is so popular, because there really is no answer. There is no blueprint for finding your passion or creating your passion or what you want to do in your life. There just isn't. It's too... It just doesn't work that way. I don't believe. Okay, seek guidance from a coach. We don't have to read the entire article. I think the only way to find any answers to get anywhere in life is to go out there and to do is basically what I'm trying to get at. Nothing is going to happen by sitting at home wondering, questioning, researching, googling. You really have to go out and be out in the world. All good things happen when you're out there, when you're doing stuff, when you're engaging with the world, when you're being curious. And this all sounds kind of voo-voo and there aren't any practical steps in this thing. I'm not even going to pretend to give you any practical steps because there aren't. Everything is about trying stuff and then you happen to have a conversation with someone and then they introduce you to someone and then you, you know, that's how things kind of happen. You just kind of fall into them by being out there and by being engaged. So I think to sum up, because I feel like I've been a bit confusing today. Don't waste your time trying to find things in life. Make the effort to create those things and be active in your own life. You know, don't be a bypasser. I'm sorry, nothing great is going to happen as you're sitting at home, wondering, thinking, questioning. They aren't. You need to be out there. 
scratch the concept of finding, replace it with creating, and I think things are going to be easier, more realistic, and more likely to actually happen. Because finding is more like it's searching for something that doesn't exist. Because things don't just exist, things are created. Thank you so much for listening. Your support means so much to me. And please rate the podcast. Give it five stars if you think it's worthy of that. And share with a friend. Who knows, maybe your friend is really going to enjoy these conversations too. And send me a message on Instagram sharing your opinion on all of this. I'll talk to you again next week. All right? Bye.